This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. When I'm getting into the holiday mode, which is mostly at Christmas, I buy myself a couple glossy country and home and home beautiful and so on. I guess I like the idea of lazing by a pool and flicking idly through a magazine. I tend to do neither of these things. I don't even really often read the magazines that I buy. I just like the feeling of buying a magazine as though that's going to imply rest and relaxation. But at Christmas this last year, I was sort of thinking through ideas about what I was going to do with the patio and I realized that I could do a lot with the actual furniture of the patio and the layout. And I realized that I could create a really relaxing space in my house. And I thought, well, I might have a look around and get ideas. This is probably mostly from hanging out on Pinterest for a year, but I thought, okay, I'm going to get some ideas. And then I'm actually going to flick through all the magazines and tear out the pages of anything on there that I like. And then because I've been GTD'd, David Allen would suggest you file them. And I thought, well, it doesn't matter what it is. If I like a high back reading chair, I'm going to pull it out. I'll make a note on it. That's why I pulled it out. And I'll file it under something like high backed reading chair. Because presumably at some point in my life, I'm going to come back and go, hey, I want ideas for high backed reading chairs. What do I like? So that's kind of what I've been doing and it's a little bit addictive and every time I saw a new decorating magazine, I grabbed it and I did get a bunch of ideas or at least to get a feel for what it was that I liked about outdoor spaces and that started to inform what I'm doing with the patio. It helped me pick my furniture. I want to get back to do hot plants, which I'll get to later in the year. But the other thing I really noticed is I really, really like indoor plants. I started to really just focus on the plants in the photo and a lot of the time it was vases of things and I would rip all these out and make a note either it was a potted plant or it was a vase and at some point I realized that probably most of those were stylized for the photo to take for the layout of the magazine and that most people don't actually have fresh cut flowers all the time in every room of their house and their bathroom and so on. But it made me realize that I like plants, but that my house was completely devoid. In fact, I'd had a few things over the couple of years I've been here and they just kind of died from neglect. So I realized that actually I want more greenery, more life inside my house. It would make it feel more living, more breathing as a space. And when I was at Bunnings, I kind of grabbed a few things had a look around for some stuff. I'm still I'm still in the process of figuring out what I want, but I'm starting to play around with it. I bought a couple of different Dracenas. I bought a ficus. I'm still playing around. Some of those things will work in the patio area and I do want to have some undercover greenery, things with height, things not with height, and maybe some cut flowers on on the coffee table I don't know I'm still figuring that I also want some things inside so I bought one or two pots and I really quite like that look of the cane basket that you put a pot inside and I've been playing around with them I realize that I don't know what's going on and I don't know what I want so I'm allowing myself to play with it I've bought plants that I like that I like the look of sometimes I quite like photos where it's got a really tall potted plant and I also like greenery on tables so I've bought a mixture and I and I allow myself to play around with it I allow myself to move things around I don't actually have to have an idea about what I want I can try things out And I'm realizing that I like to just fill a really dark, gloomy space with something green, something alive. I bought the traditional 
bamboo for the bathroom and, and a couple of succulents that I planted into some little pots to go in the back toilet where it gets really, really sunny. And it's also a space that I don't go into a lot. So I wanted something low care, but kind of interesting to look at. But I'm slowly greening up my house and realizing that it feels so much more alive when there's things living and growing. The other really cool thing that was a much longer project than I realized was I saw on Pinterest, and I'll give a link, growing tulips all year round inside in glass vases with glass beads that you fill with water rather than soil. And apparently they grow any time of the year. Then you have this gorgeous vase of flowers that will supposedly last a lot longer than if you'd cut them. So I thought this would be a really great idea to try out. Firstly, because I really love tulips and I normally buy and plant bulbs and they don't seem to last more than the one year that I've put them in the ground. It really doesn't get cold enough in Australia, I don't think, to be able to do that. And the other thing is I thought it would be a really cool thing for the baby and I to watch over time. So I went ahead and I ordered myself a whole bunch of tulip bulbs from Tesla. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's an Australian gardening mail order business. I've bought from there before. I bought a lot of daffodils and stuff from them. And I also grabbed myself a very fancy stuffish flower bulb, which looks very intriguing. Although it's a declared weed species, so I'm being very careful about not planting it in my garden. And apparently it might smell like rotting flesh. It's a plant from South Africa, and it was quite rare and looked really interesting in the catalogue. So they arrived about two weeks ago now. They took ages to come over. Western Australia has a very, very strict quarantine rule, so I knew that it would get checked by quarantine, and maybe they would have taken that starfish out, but they didn't. And then, of course, you need to chill tulips for about 12 weeks. So I've popped them into a Ziploc bag at the bottom of my fridge they probably have another 10 weeks to go before I actually can try this out. But I thought, well, I did a bit of research for the starfish and that didn't seem to need any pre-chilling. So I thought I'm going to give this a go. And I had a really nice small pot that I bought from Bunnings and I had bought a whole bunch of glass beads for something else. So I filled the bottom with those, filled it with water and popped this bulb on top. And it has actually taken, it's probably taken a week, maybe two weeks I did that terrible thing kids do when they pull out the bulb to see if it had grown roots, which it had. But also it started to have shoots on the top. So I'm assuming this is actually going to work. I won't have anything to try for the tulips for another 12 weeks, which seems like forever. But I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes as a project. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast a twice-weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.